One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for a limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to bluenile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's bluenile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. bluenile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com/upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm, my brain's not completely broken. Look, I know how to kill. You just let me kill. Sure thing, buddy. Oh, my brain. I got you, Doran. Bluff return serve. Oh. Boo, no mage of mine. Doran, get out of here. Oh, no, too dark. No, no, Doran, he didn't mean that just one. Just hold on. I'm going to scoot out of the way so we don't injure our friend. Oh, gosh. I admit I didn't think it all the way through. I I'd, I'd hoped I'd have some time to run. Call him daddy, Jack. It helps, Doran. <laughs> I don't have time for your shit anymore. Oh my Holy hell? crap. <laughs> I did not expect that. Wow, Alistair. Welcome back to Dice Shame. This is season two, episode 78. 
hang by a thread. MVP this week is Seer of Time, who's been active in the Discord and also loves most of the projects we've been working on. Thank you so much, Seer of Time, for being a part of this community. Y'all this week's MVP. Thanks, Seer of Time. All right, should we do it? Yeah, let's do it. Woo! <laughs> If you were transported 400 years into the past with no clothes or anything like that, how would you prove you're from the future? Oh, shit. And they're like, we're going to burn you. And you're like, I'm from the future. And you have to prove it. What do you say? Yeah, Nersal and I are fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just accepting death and just yep. moving on. Anything oh. we could do, they'd just be like, witch. <laughs> I don't know enough about like how to prove my knowledge. Well, that's the trouble, right? Yeah. Like, do you go to... Like, obviously, science has yeah. come a far away. I was just about to say, I'd start pulling out scientific stuff. Like what? I'd be like, all right, all right, all right. Um, Alex is on the podium. <clears throat> okay. The people are standing around. Prove it! Okay. I know science. Now. <laughs> what science? What is that? It's 1624. <laughs> it's not... They know, they know what science is nope. and have some opinions about it. My person I was being doesn't. I would probably do something like... Didn't know. Okay. You know, maybe maybe tell what could happen with, let's say, electricity, for example. Maybe they're using it already. Not in the 1600s. 400 years ago? Then I could find... I would be like, give me a week and I will create electricity <laughs> hold on How so for one you... week alex guthrie in the 1600s is gonna do what to prove electricity um <laughs> well i'd probably do a few things number one i'd probably i'd probably build a bike you know even if out of wood the perpetual motion or not the perpetual but the motion i create uh, you know i would have to get uh magnets and some metal where are you gonna but, find like, magnets I could build an electric mo- uh, could build an electric motor. You believe? Hold on. You believe you could build an electric motor in one week, four hundred years ago? Yes. No one else is going to say anything about this. <laughs> I can't. I, I won't. Rob, please. Well, no, I'm just looking up because I think uh, William Gilbert had already done that in the 1624s. William already did that. But the- <laughs> prove it again. I might get burned, but I, you know, that would be my attempt, anyways. <laughs> I'd start beatboxing. I'd tell them you're from the future, but I've already had my head caved in with a rock. Yeah. <laughs> There's a living Greenland shark that was is believed to be like 400 plus years old. You could go <laughs> find him. <laughs> just go find this shark. Listen, she could. I know a shark. I know just her in the wait. future. Hold on, guys. <laughs> just gotta go back to creating something like a paper airplane, as simple as that, to show. But would that prove you're from the future? I think. With enough time, you start to build it. Yeah. You could present it in a way. Man, I would need like a fucking week to prep for this shit. I'd be like, okay, give me a week and then send me back. And then I, because I need to like study up. Yeah, but you just, okay, you're wearing what you're wearing now. Yeah. Maybe that's Look a at this fucking label. Do you think this is made? Yeah. <laughs> you, you know how much this should cost? Look at these headphones. Do you see this fashion? Yeah. No, or, or even something like, um, you know, look at, who, look at who I am. See how different I look? I'm from the future. <laughs> People will, probably wouldn't be as healthy. <laughs> Everyone look at my shit. It's going to prove I'm from the future. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's not bad. Different shit, guys. <laughs> how would you do it, Harlan? 
Oh, I mean, pull up my phone, obviously. <laughs> Tech doesn't work. He said you weren't wearing. I said no your clothes, clothes or anything else. Didn't say you couldn't shove your phone up your ass. <laughs> uh, how would I do it? It's a great question. I mean, yeah, probably like threaten to beat people up if they don't believe you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Use brute force. <laughs> don't believe me from the future. Trust me. I mean, modern music would be pretty convincing. It would sound so. Yeah, I would just strange. start singing some Beatles songs yesterday that people had never heard before and which it's the, it's the plot of that movie <laughs> just, you just come yeah, in yeah, Beatles yeah. songs but now they're from the 1600s oh yeah, yeah. amazing <laughs> we but take the plot of yesterday and put it in the 1600s modern anatomy was just barely being like it was right on its threshold so Give that me would a probably, that'd probably be my best way of doing it like that's what i have the most knowledge about yeah that most lay people at that time wouldn't know so i would be able to like i don't know oversee a dissection and explain what the different organs were and did and all that stuff yeah i do think my brain's getting caught up between like okay you're transported 400 years in the past how do you like make a life for yourself versus just Ah. The wind condition is somebody believes you're from the future and then poof, you get to go back home. Yeah, that's the wind condition. And, and if that's the wind condition, I think you could overwhelm them with just random facts. They don't have to all hold together because your target is convincing another person. It's not like providing a rigorous proof of the future. Just stress them out. Yeah. Talk about tectonic plates. Yeah. Right? And magma and stuff. But wouldn't that all just be gibberish? I know it's not that word. It's lava. But say you demon. Yeah. I mean, of course, you're going to have to dumb it down and be like, listen. But what I mean to say is, how is that any different than a person from the 1600s being like, on the other side of the water, the world falls off. And then being like, liar. Right? And <laughs> ended up being true. But but the, but the, the threshold is convince a reasonable person. Right? Like it's... It, or, or is it... Well, I don't know. What... Yeah, because even in today's day, you can't convince an unreasonable person that the world is round. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> so true. So no matter what, you're damned. Right? Yeah, you're, so you better figure out how you're going to make a life there. And Joe's already got it sorted. So we're, yeah. the rest of us are on catch Yeah, up. yeah. <clears throat> anyway, here's a segue. Here's a segue. <laughs> <laughs> Should we play some d Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, guys, here we go. Top of the order. From the back, the dwarf demolitions expert pulls a couple of bombs off of his bandolier and lobs them over the chasm at Jack, Red, and Mari. Mm. So rude. See, I'll be dead right first round. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, don't even stress. (laughs) Natural 20 against Jack. Jesus. Jack, this bomb lobs up through the cavern and lands at your feet and then detonates. The smoke clears and Jack is gone. What the hell? I stumble backwards looking at my own body in pieces around me only to see those fade to realize that one is an illusion and I'm still alive, a heartbeat behind it, looking at Red like, Oh shit! Was I talking to you or that? Oh no! I think I think that was Jack. What the hell? It was an illusionary duplicate of myself. I just more coming in. Oh god! Yeah, get out! Get get down! Mari, fifteen to hit you. It misses. And Uh red. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, that Iowan stone comes in handy. (laughs) 
the aim is true on the bomb, but as it approaches you, you just like swing your quarter staff at it and like knock it down into the chasm and it explodes. Oh, that's cool. cool. I love that. Uh, ooh, natural one. <laughs> Red. Red How grabs does- his, licks his fingers and puts it out. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to try harder than that, ugly. It's like catching a bullet in the air. Very <laughs> good. Doran, it's your turn. I think Doran, he yells back to Red, and he says, Red, why don't you show these folks what an archer does? On it, buddy! And Red aims at the one that looks most intimidating. Well, there's two, like, soldier types. Yeah. And then there's one guy in heavy armor that looks like maybe... Well, he's got, like, religious insignia draped on him oh, as well. Maybe like Ooh, I'll, he's my target. Um, yeah. And Geek then the there, there's, like, the bombardier. No, I'll RG, take him. Thank whatever, you very much. I will him. take the mage-looking one. <laughs> and then there's, like, an earth elemental soldier. Red attacks the one with the cross, the insignia, who he thinks is a mage. Could <laughs> just be some jewelry, guys. Well, I, just, I just don't, like... So judgy. Which dwarf died on a cross? I don't remember that story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you never heard of uh, Jejus? I don't, I don't know. I was just... <laughs> yeah. Genus. Dirt Jesus. I love you, Dirt Jesus. <laughs> 19 to hit. It does. Oh, wow. Nice. Dirt Jesus. <laughs> he tied for our sins. <laughs> 26 damage. All right. As the arrow sings across the chasm and sinks into the man's shoulder. Yeah, your arrow sings true and he sort of stumbles backward a little bit. Yeah. And with my second attack, Doran wields his axe, his mighty axe orc splitter, and he attacks the guy right in front of him. Marvelous. Roll to hit. 13 to hit. Ooh. Lucky. It's your mother's life on the line here. And embarrassment. Yeah, sure. Let's let's use lucky. And embarrassment. <laughs> Those things weigh equal amounts. I'm yeah, more it's, embarrassed. It's, yeah. Okay, that's better. A 27. Hey! Yeah. That's going to be 10 points of slashing damage. Your flurry of mad blows drives this dwarf almost off of the edge of the bridge. <sighs> he dodges out of the way of the first blow, but then the second blow takes him across the shoulder. Next up, the dwarf that took an arrow from Red, this magey-looking motherfucker. I, mean, I called it! <laughs> if a mage would be wearing um, some serious armor. Boo, no mage of mine. Paladin. This little mage of mine. He begins to make these hand gestures. This dwarf in heavy armor grasps a pendant around his neck and then points at you, Doran. And misses with a 15. Correct. Uh, and then points at Mari with a 16. That's right on. Nice. Uh, sorry, I mean, oh, sorry. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Not so nice for me. That's 14 psychic damage. Oh, my brain. Psych. And then as that damage is pulled out of your body... The arrow that was in his shoulder, Red, begins to just like, it kind of gets like squeezed out of his shoulder. We got a healer. Oh. He's a life sucker. And then he moves forward kind of to beside where this bridge begins on his side. Mm. Next up, we have our lovely friend, Mari. Geek the mage, Mari. Get that guy into the gully. 
oh, and she can feel like this pain in her head and this sort of like phantom pain in her shoulder. And she mm. just looks, she can hear Red yelling and she looks over at Jack and just sort of is like, I hope, I hope you know what you're doing after this. And she bends down and picks up like a small fistful of earth and she grips it tight and all of a sudden it disappears in her hand and she slams her hand onto the ground. I'm casting Erupting Earth. Hey. Oh. Right on the edge? Yes. Is this the first time we've seen Erupting Earth? I think so. I think from Mari, didn't didn't the Thane use it against us? That's what the Thane Probably. was using to jut, jut us up into the air on big... Cool. Yeah, so she that's a 20-foot rectangle or square that I can block out there. All right. Oh, shit. And I want all of them to give me a deck saving throw. Excellent. All right. I'm going to start with the mundane soldier types. Mundane soldier number one. A three and a 13, I presume both fail. They both fail. Then we're going with this elemental soldier. Oh, that says 19. Excellent. And this mage type. And uh, do, do, do. 21. So when she slams her hand onto the ground, there's this moment of silence, and then all of a sudden this rumbling from the earth. Huge chunks of boulder have to shoot up from the ground beneath all of these soldiers on the other side, completely knocking them back and forth and smashing into them. So the two guys who failed take 26 damage. Fuck yeah. And the two that succeeded take 13. Um, Plus all of that is difficult terrain until cleared. Um, and uh, that's brilliant. And if you're gonna try to clear it by hand, it's gonna take you some time. Great job, Mari. Where to go? Yeah, these slabs of rocks and boulders pummel these dwarves and the elementals' bodies, taking great damage. Grievous bodily harm that you get for throwing bombs at me. All right, Jack. Yeah, your turn. Jack runs up onto the bridge behind Doran and reaches out with his mind, trying to make the magic circuit still connect, and he can still feel this this force that he can reach out. He tries to yank that dwarven wizard off this crumbling terrain and into the chasm. Ooh. Can he make me a strength saving throw? I'm going to try my best. 15. Uh, 15 will not do it. He moves five feet towards me and into the chasm, please. Jack, you grasp your telekinetic tendrils into this creature's armor and pull and his feet drag along this difficult terrain, his heels making twin divots in the the shattered rubble of the rock. And you see sheer panic in his face as he is dragged above the abyss by your magic. And then with a scream that decreases very quickly in volume. <laughs> he uh-huh. is pulled into the abyss so the and <laughs> disappears from sight. That's what you get for starting a fight next to a chasm. <laughs> okay, Doran, I'm not, I'm, my brain's not completely broken. In your ring, that there's still maybe some of my magic there. Can you use that, um, the thunder step to get us to the other side? Oh, sure thing, buddy. And, and Doran's like, Extra excited after watching you just, you know, drag that guy off the hitch. Jack dodges. Cool. Next up, we have this earth elemental looking soldier. Ooh. Little hero. A 13. Why does he get to go before me? Because you rolled a 12. Oh, I thought I rolled 13. 
<laughs> it's math. It's that math thing we were talking about earlier. It's come back to haunt us. Memory, not math. He's like, they're my favorite enemy. I add one to it. In my defense, at this point, I have rolled every number for my initiatives over the years of playing DD. I just didn't remember what this time was. I wonder if that's true. <laughs> Probably is. I wonder if that's true in the context of Dice Shame. Probably. Someone someone go back and check that out. I'll I'll send a prize to any fan <laughs> who does that. <laughs> where we really need a wiki just somebody really keep (laughs) (laughs) this earth elemental soldier has a huge hammer in his hands and he heaves it up above his head and then brings it down with such brute force on the ground right ahead of him that it makes a line of energy that shatters rock all the way across the gorge somehow magically the laws of physics are um be damned. Understood. Um, and these shards of rock Love it. rain up from the ground all the way towards Red Handed Robin. Uh, those oh. are damned mm. physics. I thought he was going to destroy the bridge and kill two of our characters. I mean, that was that no. would have been what we deserved. Yeah. <laughs> that was a 23 to hit. Oh, yeah, that hits. Oh. 25 bludgeoning damage. Oof! Red goes flying back against the wall, mm-hmm. smacks into the stone, and... Uh, lands in a thud in the pile of stone at his feet. Oh, God damn it! Red, you okay? Yeah, of course. <laughs> he just hops up, he's fine. <laughs> the hell? Then the creature slaps both of its hands on its chest and its rocky skin gets bigger and harder and like more protected. <laughs> he gets armor, skin armor. <laughs> <laughs> Some of like stone skin. Very cute. <laughs> Something cool. like Some that. S- Some sort of rock flesh. I don't know. <laughs> Red, it's your turn. All right. Red stands up, dusting the pebbles off of his fur. <sighs> that bridge doesn't look too safe. How fragile does that bridge look? Does Just... not look too safe. One of those grenades would make Dorn and Jack fall. And Red pulls out one of his magic arrows, and I am going to attempt to fire a banishing arrow at the grenadier. Because one round without grenades might save these two lives. Might save these two's lives. That's right, but it also doesn't sound right. Correct. Yeah, no, there's... Sounds weird, right? (laughs) Might save the lives of these two. There you go. go with that. Or their lives. Both of their lives. lives. Whatever. The lives of these two guys. I had it. Everyone shut up. I got it right. <laughs> <laughs> these guys' these lives? These lives of these guys' lives. The arrow sings right past Doran's like, braid, like his hair moves in the wind. This grenadier needs to make a charisma saving throw. Okay. Hopefully he's not very charismatic. He doesn't look it. Ouch. How do you know I'm not charismatic? Big ouch. Uh, 13. Failure. Ooh. As that arrow hits his shoulder, you don't hear the sound of the arrow hit. Instead, you hear a vacuum like <sighs> as he disappears from sight and is banished for one round. At the end of his next turn, he will reappear in that space, but for now, he's gone. Hopefully, that'll give you a bit of breathing room, boys. And for my second attack, I'm going to shoot the guy in front of Doran. Excellent. They've already acted, right? No, they have not. Well, they haven't. No, oh, they are nice. nine in initiative. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Doran has hurt him, right? Yes. Yeah. This is a best case scenario for you. Best case scenario. 19 to hit. Hey. You hit. 35 damage. What does it look like when you kill this dwarf? 
the arrow again makes Doran's braid just move ever so slightly. And Doran, turning after he saw the first arrow go by, like turned his head slightly. And as the arrow passes, it just shreds a little bit of his hair. Like his really famous braid. He doesn't realize it yet, but he will after combat. And the arrow goes right by his face and sinks into this guy's neck as blood starts squirting onto Doran's forehead from this guy's <laughs> neck. He falls to his knees in front of Doran and then collapses on the bridge as his blood drips echoing down the deep chasm. Got him for ya! That's a little too close, Red. Well, next time, don't turn your head. Huh. Look, I know how to kill. You just let me kill. Next up, we have the remaining dwarven soldier. Although it is difficult terrain, he's able to make it over to take the place of his fallen companion, raises his battle axe high above his head, and swings at the bridge. Oh, shit. You really want to do that, eh? You don't quite have time to utter those words, Doran, before the rope and wood of the bridge are severed from their posts and you begin to fall. Doran and Jack, I want you both to make dexterity saving throws to hold on to the slats of the bridge as you are untethered. I think it's more important to hold on to Doran than the bridge. Sure, that can be your thing. That's my <laughs> That's my play. I want to hug him. <laughs> Great idea. Hey, 20. Natural? Very well done. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, because I rolled a natural 20. Oh! <laughs> so that makes me a 22. <laughs> With a dull thud, your body's hit the opposite side of the gorge as you swing down. You succeed in maintaining your grasp, tenuous as it may be. As Doran grabs on perfectly with his natural 20, Jack slips for a second and then just wraps his hand around Doran's neck and is like around him like a backpack. Mm-hmm. Perfect. <laughs> Don't drop me! You just hold on to me, Jack. Dangling into space by his noodle arms, but I got you, Doran! Yeah. No, you got me. That's <laughs> no. just get us out of here. No, I've got I've got the I've got the wall. You just hold on. Call to me. him daddy, Jack. It helps, Doran. <laughs> <laughs> and then seeing Jack and Doran plummet out of sight, Ellister yells, Doran, no! And then he grows in size to become giant Ellister. Whoa! Whoa. Big boy. Yes. You're, he looks oh. at his arms. almost. He's like the Hulk, I guess. He's like <laughs> feeling protective of Doran and scared that he might lose some of the only people that he knows in this world and know his true form. He, his limbs grow. His, hmm. He just gets taller and taller. Mari, look behind you as you see Elister shredding through his shirt, muscles rippling, and he begins to run towards the bridge Jack, Doran, you look up to see the giant face of Elister peer over the edge of the chasm at you. His huge features creased in worry. Oh Holy hell? crap! <laughs> Whoa, Elister! Did not expect that. Did you get so big? You think he was always big? <laughs> <laughs> Callback. He was a giant in disguise all along. Oh my god, that's right. <laughs> he was a giant in disguise all along. <laughs> it's the demo expert's uh, turn. He pops back into existence. Uh, just absolutely 
covered in cherry pie filling from whatever <laughs> plane of existence he was banished to. I guess the plane of pie. Plane of pie. Yeah. Um, just dripping with it. Doran, it is your turn. Doran, can you? Doran, can you see a spot to to thunderstep to? Well, no, I, it doesn't seem to be working because I can't really see the the ground of where I, where we need where we need to go I, I, absolutely you can just see the ceiling of the cavern maybe, maybe i should just climb up first because if i if i put us up there then we're going to fall really far yeah let me just so you want to climb with backpack jack yeah i just wanted to say backpack Back jack pack <laughs> jack backpack jack pack the jack pack hold on jack pack <laughs> a tactical up. jack pack <laughs> i see i was going to go tactical rob bag but oh no. Rob bag. No, just a jack rob. That's all. I was trying to find something, but in the <laughs> tactical was the word. Is that a rob bag a thing? No. no. I don't get it. No, I got nothing. I got no things. Duffel rob? Moving on. <laughs> okay. Just hold on. And okay. he climbs up the side of the bridge. Just hold on. I'm going to scoot out of the way so we don't injure our friend. Give me one second, Alistair. We'll be right back. I'm gonna go across the other side. Don't go too close to him. I'm I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try something explosive. Alright. And Doran looks at the dwarf across and he kinda gives him a wink and he goes, watch this. They both explode and thunder steps with a crack of thunder and appear um, about twenty-five feet from where the uh, other side of the bridge was. So you're on the north side now. You're 10 feet away from this demolitions expert. The dude whose turn it was supposed to be is at the bottom of the abyss. So we're not going to stress about him too much anymore. Mari, what do you do? It's your turn. When she saw this one dwarf like cut the rope and then see saw Jack and Doran just disappear, her heart just stops for a minute. Mm-hmm. And it only kind of kicks back in when she hears... Doran be like, it's fine. I'll carry him up or whatever <laughs> it was he was saying. Um, he's not heavy. He's my brother. Exactly. Nice. Um, and uh, um, and now is also trying to wrap her head around giant Elister. We just call him Jellister. <laughs> Everyone's favorite yeah. version. Jellister. He's a real big boy. All right. What do you do? She sees this dwarf across the way, and she doesn't even say anything. She just feels the magic crackling in her hand, and she goes to cast Guiding Bolts, just this moment of pure anger. It starts to spill out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I rolled a 21. That'll do it. 17 points of damage. Yeah. Well done, Mari. She just hurls it across the way mm-hmm. and just it just lights him up. And also, Red, if you want to take him out, now you have advantage. Okay. It's Jack's turn. Mr. Jack. Jack uses five feet of his movement to get within 10 feet of this dwarven grenadier. He's about four feet tall. He's got red hair. Um, his beard is made into two braids, one of which sort of is fashioned to support a bandolier of grenades that runs across his front. He's also got this contraption attached to his back, this uh, like wooden contraption that looks kind of like catapult-esque. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack unfurls himself from around Doran and steps five feet closer to this <laughs> grenadier <laughs> and pulls out this glowing red gem with the opal of the ill-ruined in it and holds it out towards the guy and 
channels his energy into it to ignite the bandolier full of bombs around him. And then starts to run in the opposite direction. Doran, get out of here! Oh! <laughs> Ooh, but now that's a different ar- argument. Mm-hmm. Do these blow up before you get to move? <laughs> I, I'm sure they're. I'm sure they're involved. There. That's the intention. You rule it as you would. Jack would light it on fire and then run because he's not an idiot and he's lighting a fire. Jack, this spark of magic ignites the bandolier and you just see this dwarf's face go absolutely fucking white. Jack and Doran, I need you both to make a dexterity saving throw. Additionally, I'm going to have the earth elemental make a dexterity saving throw and the dwarf soldier that is on the same side. And the cavern. (laughs) And everyone in existence. The whole mountain collapses down on top Um, of us. Scarborough was quiet that day. That's right. Everyone on this map, get fucked. Mechanically, I'm going within a a 20-foot radius sphere for this explosion. It's not my smartest move, probably. Uh, It's two fails from our enemies and PCs. Jack and Doran, what are your dexterity saves? 17? Uh, you fail. Okay. Oh, then I also fail. <laughs> oh, okay. A fiery explosion erupts from across the chasm. Red, Mari, and Elister, you both feel the heat on your faces as it just explodes. What <gasps> the fuck is he doing? Everyone takes 43 fire damage. <laughs> oh my god. That's awesome. Additionally, oh boy. damage from the demolition experts' spell attacks ignore any target's damage resistances. All right. So I don't know if you're resistant to fire damage or if anyone yeah, is. Red but, is. Um, I am, but no one over there. You're not dead, are you? No, I'm I'm I don't I don't love that. Jack? That's that's no. not a good news I'd for me. Not. I think Jack went on a suicide run. <laughs> the dwarven soldier is immolated. Additionally, everyone is pushed five feet away from that explosion and lands prone. Yeah. Doran, you are pushed five feet away from the center of this explosion, almost Whoa. falling into the chasm. Whoa. As he's teetering over, Jack reaches out with his, his mind again Whoa. and pulls Doran five feet towards him. What the hell was that? I use half my movement to stand up and say, we're Red's Rovers. We got nothing to lose, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> what is he yelling over there? Oh, God. Red, what is going on over there? I don't know. I looked at him before the whole battle, and I said I would help him, and then he blew up in front of me, and then he was a different version behind him, and now he went across and blew up again. He's blown up twice. So why don't you tell us Gautier's whole plan if you want a second to live longer? Because you're you're heavily outnumbered. We just tossed half your people down that cavern. You got nothing left. Surrender now. It's your only chance. I don't have time for your shit anymore. His mom's dying. He hasn't seen her in 25 years. Can you hold 30 this? years. <laughs> 30 years. He's got, he had brothers, you know. You probably knew him. He tossed them down a cavern too, I heard. Oh, no, too dark. No, no, darn. He didn't mean that one. Darn, he didn't mean that. So why don't you tell us your name and let's move forward. <laughs> oh, Rob, no. why don't you roll intimidation for me here? Can I have advantage? <laughs> if you want to use your inspiration. I do want to use my inspiration. <laughs> do it. That was an All inspiring. Right. I it. felt very, uh, like, that was very enthusiastic. But I love that he brought up your brothers because they got lost in a cave. And he's like, and he threw them into the fucking chasm. But, like, in Doran's mind, his poor brothers got lost and he blames himself for it. That's like you, you know, accidentally killing your cousin and then you being like, and he fucking killed his cousin. Jack's ears are ringing a little bit. He's not thinking straight. Uh, I got a 20 intimidation. Ooh. Fuck oh, yeah, wow. you did. 
I got two 20s. <laughs> oh, my God. Aww. Well, then it doubly works. The dwarf raises a shaking hand to his blackened bandolier, unbuckles the clasp, and lets it fall to the ground in a gesture of surrender. And then he holds up his hands to you. Listen, Jack, I don't want any fucking trouble from the likes of you. So keep your magic shit to yourself. Or you haven't even seen my magic. It's going crazy right now. Okay, okay, I get it, I get it. You're, you're crazy powerful. Listen, I don't want trouble from Gautier either. You, you don't know him. He's, he's off the deep end. He just told us to go and clear your bodies out of the cavern. And if there was any left of you to finish you off. What's he got on you? Just money? Yeah, money. Power. He holds a lot of sway in Scarborough. Well, Doran Iron Fist back in town. You let people know. Oh, I'm not going back to fucking Scarborough after I let you guys waltz back in there. Oh, yes, you are. You're going to take us there yourself. You're going to lead the way. You're going to That's lead- not part of the deal, man. I'm going to let you go. I'm not going to cause any more trouble for you. Oh, then you want to go over the edge of the, the I'm going to go fighting if that's how you want it. Take him. Take him out, Jack, with your magic. Don't, don't, what, are you, what are you... Hold on. Hold on. Bluff, <laughs> no. return, serve. Yes. <laughs> Just get out of here. Go. Run. <laughs> and then uh, he picks up and heads out. And the uh, Earth Elemental soldier just kind of shrugs uh-huh. and sort of like <laughs> he kicks a rock into the chasm and just watches it bounce down and then walks away. Bye, new friend. Oh, I would have liked him. He would have loved Shale. <laughs> I've always wanted to be free. Oh, if you want a friend, I'm staying at Gautier's house. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you assume that you're still living there. Red walks over to Alistair and takes his giant hand in his hand and he's like, hey, buddy. You're big now. I, I don't know what the fuck this this body just keeps throwing me curveballs here. And he like whoop 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 goes back down to the first. Whoa! Oh, hey, that's pretty nifty. Hmm. I guess it's just only when you're angry, scared, worked up, hungry. Oh, like the Incredible Hulk. What the Incredible? That's a story what? from Mastica. I've never heard that one. I don't know. When I saw Jack and Doran go over the edge, I just I f- had this feeling like. I don't know, like I was going to die or something. Uh, well, hey, you know, Duragas probably have that as an ability. Anxiety? <laughs> <laughs> sort of half-elves, I think. Well, that too. But like, you know, me being a clever little foxy boy, I get to move really fast. And Mari being a water genasi means she's wet all the time. So maybe growing is one of your Duraga things. Yeah. Well, I'm just glad there's another bridge over here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, it's, it's cool to learn new stuff about myself. All right, well, let's go get the others and, and head on to Scarborough. There's no time to waste. Yeah. Sorry, Doran. I, I was a little reckless there, maybe. Jack, I'm not sure if that was intentional or because you've been cursed by that damn puzzle box. But you are one crazy motherfucker. <laughs> that was just nuts. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Jack kind of collapses onto his ass now that the thread is left and the realization of how much blood he's lost and like shock he's in from being in that caliber of explosion kind of washes over him significant blistered and burnt and crispy yeah uh doran i i i i admit i didn't think it all the way through i i hoped i'd have some time to run 
Um, yeah. I feel like Red and Mari and Alistair catch up to you two, and Red claps you on the yeah. back. Oh! Now you're doing it right. Act without thinking. See? Huh. Ow. Oh, sorry. Sorry. My hand's all bloody now. Damn it. Yeah, um... Oh. Okay, okay, uh, uh... Sorry. Uh... I, I just want to say thank you. Look, look, there's no time to waste. Let's get on to Doreen's. We gotta get to Scarborough. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. We gotta make sure your mother is safe. Come on, everyone! And Red runs in the direction of Scarborough. Timmy got a healing potion? <laughs> Thank you to our wonderful patrons Adam Fry, Afflicted Adina, Aizu Yukai, Allison Wrights, Merlin, Anne, Atholagoth, Axel, Barry Jeanette, Casey, Cecil Lee Wilson, Sherry Rose Anderson, Christopher, Colin Burkhart, Crow, Daniel, Dippity, Flynn, Gareth Bradshaw, Haley, Haley, Harper the Mox, JD, Joy Robinson, Julie Holderman, Jury, K.R., K.M., Cade, Lasagna, Last Ruth on the left, Leader J, Liz, Lorelei Feldman, Manda Pants, Merrick's Moon, Matilda Rushing, Melinda Curley, Moon, Oakland, Quill Bennett, Regan, Wren, Scotty, Shannon Waldner, S-Ray 96, Tegan, Tea Kettle, Tony Pepperoni, Trin, Waffle427, Xander Morning Dove, Zach House, and Zephyrus. Thank you so much! Woo! 